0: Hello and welcome to the Soul Garden. My name is Georgina Langdale and I'm delighted to have you here with me today. So today's topic is one of those things that just doesn't really get spoken about. Okay, so menopause. That thankfully, is getting spoken about a lot more. In fact, it feels like menopause is having a bit of a moment right now, which is great. The more awareness and public education and things around this topic, the better, really. But even within all of that talk, there are still some topics that are a bit taboo a bit icky, um, no one wants to talk about them, no one wants to fess up to them, and one of those topics is vaginal dryness. And yes folks, that is what I am going to talk about today. I feel qualified to talk about um, vaginal dryness for a number of reasons. Firstly, with my business, the Arceus Apothecary, I have been, I developed and have been making and selling to women all around the world a product that I created to help soothe vaginal dryness. And I created it about, I don't know, seven years ago. And in those years, I have literally spoken to hundreds of women and many, many health professionals about this topic. The other reason I feel that I can talk about it is I'm in my mid-late 50s and And I've done the going through menopause thing, although it's a bit like a glacier, really. It kind of aspects of it keep moving way on past that date of one year, no period. You're officially in perimenopause. But anyway, I've been through that transition. I've come out the other side. It is so good on this side of the transition. And like so many other women, I have experienced vaginal dryness. And here I am on the airwaves fessing up to it. The reality is, if you look at the statistics, most women will experience vaginal dryness, especially as they go through or when they have gone through menopause. They may also experience vaginal dryness because of medical treatments like chemo, estrogen inhibiting drugs for things like cancer, radiotherapy, um, hysterectomy bringing on medical menopause and some immune disorders like Srogan's syndrome. So you're not alone, you know, if if you're experiencing vaginal dryness. Most women will experience it some time or other. And there is an absolutely natural reason why this happens. So today I'm going to talk about why does vaginal dryness happen? What can it be? feel like, what not to do, and what can help. So without further ado, let's get started. Why does vaginal dryness happen? Well, as we go through menopause, our estrogen levels start to decline. In fact, in perimenopause, for a while, our hormones, um, estrogen and progesterone and testosterone, are just all over the place. It's kind of a bit of a roller coaster. They can spike and they can also be very uh, uh, depleted, whatever the opposite of spike is. I can't think of the word right now. You know how in when a young woman hits puberty and her hormones are all over the place, and periods are all over the place, and everything's going wonky and haywire, and this lovely child of yours is suddenly turned into this kind of alien being. Who is she? What has she become? Well, in a way, menopause is kind of puberty in reverse, that hormonal cycle is is unraveling and uh, declining whereas in puberty it was rising you can expect in perimenopause to have a bit of a roller coaster time but inexorably like that glacier the estrogen levels will just gradually drop more and more and more and more and more and when that happens, a whole heap of other things happen. You have estrogen receptors in cells all over your body, you know, in your vagina, and your vulva, in your joints, in your heart, in your brain, literally everywhere. And as those estrogen levels decline, the pH level in your vagina and your vulval biome also start to change. Now, this is really crucial to understand because when you've got normal estrogen levels, you have in your vagina and biome you have good bacteria, and they're called lactobacilli, and They also contribute to keeping pH level and everything nice. They contribute to fighting off bad bacteria, enterobacteria which will come from your gastric um, system. So basically what I'm saying is your bottom and what else do they do? They um, just keep everything really, really healthy. So you've got these lovely good bacteria keeping everything healthy and vaginal dryness isn't a problem the other thing that happens as estrogen declines is that the skin the tissue of your vagina and your vulva it starts to thin so you've got this kind of double issue going on the skin is thinning that's called atrophy and the lactobacilli are dying off, and, and that's contributing to also to the feeling of dryness. So when you have sex, that can be very, very painful. Now, there's one other whole part of this to talk about as well. So... As I mentioned before, those good bacteria lactobacilli do a great job of keeping the bad bacteria at bay. So they're keeping everything moist and juicy and lovely and they're keeping the bad guys out. But as the lactobacilli die off and because of those changing pH levels, turns out that those pH levels are actually levels that bad bacteria like. Sucks, doesn't it? Anyway, so quite often women will notice as they're going through menopause and perimenopause that they start to get more urinary tract infections and things. And this is absolutely because of this dance of estrogen levels changing, um, lactobacilli population changing, bad bacteria coming in. haven't experienced vaginal dryness. Maybe you're wondering what it's like. As a woman, you'd be wondering what you're in for and and perhaps if you're, you know, if you're a man and you're listening to this, I'm going to talk about how it can feel because I think it's just really helpful particularly for those of us who haven't or will never experience it to understand what it's like. So first of all, let's talk about it in relation to sex. can feel very, it's very painful, often quite a burning sensation. And there's a, there's a kind of tightness, but not in a good way. And so it can really feel like you are splitting if things are too, you know, vigorous or whatever. They don't actually even need to be that vigorous And this can be very painful. You can get splits in the vulval area, which sting like crazy. So even all the best lovely care and attention in the world can still end up really hurting. The sad part about what this can do is, firstly, it can start to make one frightened to initiate intimacy Or do something that might initiate intimacy for fear of the pain that it's going to cause. And actually, this can work both ways. The partner of the person experiencing vaginal dryness may also start to get very nervous about initiating intimacy for fear of hurting the other person. When You have sex after sex. Another common feeling that many women I have talked to, and myself I have to add, have uh, spoken to me about is you can get a really, uh, really painful burning sensation at the opening of the vagina after sex. And it's like it's kind of on fire, really uncomfortable. So that can happen, and it can last for a few days other things that can cause this feeling of pain or or splitting because if you imagine that it's like the skin feels so dry like bone bone dry and paper thin and so even things like when you go to the bathroom and you're using loo paper that can make the skin split and loo paper is full of chemicals and things chlorines and stuff so that can also be really stingy and painful yeah, it's like having paper cuts on your bits. Nobody wants that. The other thing that can cause it is walking. Mm-hmm. In fact, I started developing my product NatFem Super Soothing Balm, an original balm, because a woman came to me who was postmenopausal. This was, yeah, seven years ago, eight years ago now. And she said that she was so dry that she split as she was walking. Ouch. Now, at the time, I was really in the the throes of perimenopause, but I had not got to the vaginal dryness part of perimenopause. That comes later because it's those declining estrogen levels that are creating it. So I I had no experience of what she was describing to me. But let me tell you, after a while, I did experience it. So firsthand, I can say this is a really painful thing. So, yeah, I'm just going to circle back into the intimacy thing again. Often women who are suffering real pain because of vaginal and vulval dryness want to have intimacy but it just hurts too much so if, if you're, you're the partner of someone that's experiencing that don't take it necessarily as a rejection of you or that they love you less or that they don't desire you anymore you know that can be a long long way from the real picture. The real picture can be as simple as this just hurts like crazy and I'm scared of the pain. If you can have a conversation with your partner about this Uh, If you're the woman experiencing the vaginal dryness and the pain, a really great way of being able to talk is is literally speaking from the eye. This is what I feel. This is what happens. This is what I'm scared of. And by sharing how you feel, you and your partner may be able to find other ideas and ways to keep that intimate bond without uh, doing things that are going to hurt like crazy so don't take it as a rejection and similarly for the woman who's experiencing the vaginal dryness and sex has been hurting and things and then your partner starts kind of backing away maybe they're just doing it because they're scared of hurting you the person they love Here's something not to do when you experience vaginal dryness. So intimacy, often the first thing people do is they go to the chemist or supermarket or whatever and they buy some some lubricant and it's water-based and it's slippy slidey and they think, great, that's sorting it out. Well, it can actually be making the problem worse what I hear you say? Why is that? The why this can make things worse is down to one ingredient, which is glycerin, which is uh, glycol. It's, it's a um, metabolic byproduct of sugar. You might find that you get more um, candida outbreaks or urinary tract infections and actually you can feel drier. Glycols and glycerin kill our good bacteria. So they are just setting everything up for uh, bad bacteria to thrive because bad bacteria are like hey baby give me the sugar and they just come charging in. So So your whole vagina and vulva biome can be left very vulnerable. So read the packet really carefully when you buy a water-based lube. There are, thankfully, water-based lubes that have been made that also recognize this problem and don't have glycerin in and so they will often have a natural seaweedy product called carrageen in in them so pay attention to the ingredients list if it's water-based and it doesn't have glycerin or glycosin you know you're probably going to be okay So when I started creating NatFem Balm, I was responding to that woman I mentioned earlier's um, plea for something to help her because she was so dry, she was splitting when she walked, forget about sex. So she needed something for everyday comfort. Now, anyone who's used a water-based lubricant that goes all sticky... Well, no, that ain't, ain't going to give you, you know, daily comfort. So I thought, right, it needs to be have daily comfort. It, there can be no glycerin in it. I'm going to keep right away from water because also where there's water, there's bacteria. And then you have to get into this whole thing of using, you know, um, preservatives and stuff. So I went the anhydrous route, my products. That means no water. So oils and butters and waxes. And I'm a herbalist, so I really looked at the herbs that have really known efficacy around certain things like itching, healing, antifungal, antibacterial, all that sort of thing. So I made Natfem to be premium leave-on skin product for your bits. So Natfem is good for just everyday comfort, but also it is very helpful for um, sex as well, as long as you're not using condoms because oil and latex don't go together. Latex will split. So if you're not using condoms, it's very nice for both partners I've got one customer who says that um, when her husband is in the mood for things he puts um, the jar on there on the pillow I think that's funny anyway if you look on my website arceus.nz you will see a a whole heap of uh, reviews on the product pages so probably the best thing to do is go and have a look at that there are also a gazillion others that are coming in on the email that aren't on on the website but there's just me trying to do everything i can't keep up with it all but if i were to think about the women who are using Fem, i've got women using it postpartum i've got women using it through menopause transition You'll see on the website women using it going through chemo and men going through chemo as well. I had an email from someone in the States actually just last weekend saying that her brother is finding it very helpful as he goes through chemo. And I had an email recently from a woman whose son had leukemia. And as he was going through chemo, um, he found it very, very helpful on his lips and other parts of his body that were reacting to the chemo drugs. What else? Things that come up, lichen sclerosis, painful episiotomy scars. I've got a customer in her 90s who still has painful episiotomy scars. Oh, I actually cried when I got that email. I'm just actually going to read you a couple of comments so, let me see. What have I got here? Your balm has helped me so much. I just want other ladies to feel good too. I've been singing the praises of your NatFem balm and ladies are interested to know more. Could you please send me some of your business cards to keep in my handbag so I can give them out? Um, thank you very much for your NatFem balm. It has made a huge difference to my life in many small and large ways. This morning I had my two-yearly gynecology checkup. I took your NatFem Balm to show my gynecologist what I've been using and he seemed impressed with your product. He's been searching for a moisturiser to recommend to his patients. It's taken me longer than planned to get back to you but I saw my gynecologist this morning and showed her your product. She said it would nicely complement my use of dermal cream and may mean I can use less of the steroid. And... Your product is great, thank you. I use it personally and also highly recommend it weekly to many of my patients and clients. I'm a pelvic health and women's physiotherapist with a large clientele base. I uh, direct clients to your website, blah, blah. Other things that can help with... Vaginal dryness is often if um, your if a woman is taking HRT that can help restore the well your estrogen levels are going up again so um, the, your vaginal and vulval biome might get a little bit more comfortable and you might not need to use a lubricant so much. There are other things that can happen to the vaginal and vulval biome through. Exacerbated by the hormonal changes of menopause, and they include things like lichen sclerosis, which is a very itchy, plaquey type um, thing that happens. If you think that you're getting something like that, go to your doctor and get it checked out. It's good to monitor those sorts of things. So, vaginal dryness, it happens, it changes everything it means that your skin in your vagina and vulva area is is thinner and more delicate it means that your lactobacilli the good bacteria can't thrive there because of the changing estrogen means changing ph it means that then you become more prone and susceptible to The bad bacteria marching on in and giving you things like urinary tract infections and stuff. This can be exacerbated by uh, glycerin because it will also, as research has shown, as studies have shown, it can kill off the lactobacilli, um, make you more susceptible to herpes if you have the herpes virus, and it's food. It's like, you know, donuts for bad bacteria and the bad bacteria is coming from your digestive system but there are things that you can do Find um, if you're going to use a water based lube for sex find one that does not have glycerin in it if you're going to go the Nat Femme route this product that I've been making for 7 years oh which by the way so cool in 2022 It was shortlisted for best new intimate and sexual care product in the UK. So exciting about that. I make it here in New Zealand, but I ship to, you know, Australia, US, Canada, UK, etc, etc. I also do sample sizes for use in clinics. I've got a number of pelvic health physiotherapists, gynecologists, um, GPs, practice nurses and medical centers and women's health therapists and using oh and even hospitals actually a couple of clinics and hospitals using NatFam Balm in clinic. Feels really good to be helping women with this really horrible problem and back to the beginning of the discussion you know so many I've had so many emails from women. One of the things that many 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 women have said to me is it is so good just to be able to talk about this stuff with someone to be heard to be recognized that vaginal dryness isn't just about you know women's problems you know keep quiet go away this is a thing and there's a reason for it and most women will have it I really wish that we didn't have to have it, but there we go. It's what kind of happens. It's just how life is. So I recorded this episode because I felt like it was just good to talk about this stuff. And by talking about it, it helps us, you know, talk about it. I am passionate about helping women through midlife transitions. Well, through any transitions, really. You know, I never saw developing and making a balm for vaginal dryness coming on my CV, but here it is. And I'm just so glad I'm able to help. So there we go. Women midlife transitions, hormonal changes, estrogen decline, vaginal dryness. You heard it here in the soul garden. I'm Georgina Langdale. Thank you so much for being with me over the last half an hour. And I look forward to connecting with you again next week. Bye.